Hey, what's up? It's Zach Neal. How you guys doing? I want to talk a little bit uh, today about the obsession with entrepreneurship and how entrepreneurship is a lifestyle, not a hashtag. So I don't know if it's just me or if other people notice this, but there's this obsession lately, um, and maybe it's not a new thing. Maybe I've just become aware of it recently, but there's this obsession with entrepreneurship. And I don't mean in a good way. I mean that it seems like every unemployed moron in the world is claiming entrepreneurship. And I guess from what I can read on social media and what I see around me, it seems like the qualifications to be an entrepreneur these days is to have had an idea to invent an app, never actually having invented an app or taken one to market or sold one or developed one, just having a few ideas rattling around in your head you're an entrepreneur. And um, I take a little bit of offense to that, not because I'm hooked on the word entrepreneur. I want to break that down really quick because I'm a little um, agitated in this podcast at this because, and I've heard other bloggers and, and other motivational people talk about this and uh, especially Gary V. I actually heard something from him not that long ago where he talked about, you know, entrepreneurship isn't for everybody. And I agreed with most of what he says. I, I agree with a lot of the things that Gary says. Some of them, I, I think he's out of his mind. But um, I agree with some of those points. And in that regard, he's right. Entrepreneurship, not only is it not for everyone, entrepreneurship is not something you can just adapt or learn or go to school and figure out or get a diploma in. I'm not even – back up a minute. I wasn't even familiar with that term until, you know – I was already an entrepreneur for several years before I ever even heard that word or really even knew what it meant. That word was something that was used uh, to describe people who were basically losers back in the old days, like out of work. Like if you were like a bum that like saw a dreamer someday, you know, Bill's going to launch his big idea and get rich. In the meantime, he sits home and lets his girlfriend pay the bills. Like that was an entrepreneur. Someone would just say that when they didn't actually have a job or a career they would claim entrepreneurship. So for me, that was kind of the history of it. And then it became an entrepreneur is someone who constantly is, you know, and, and especially this one, serial entrepreneur. That one really cracks me up. Like a serial entrepreneur, someone who just constantly is like addicted and obsessed with opening new businesses and new ventures like every other day. And the people that write that on their profile, it's like they have a website. They they successfully launched their own website talking about how they're an entrepreneur and then like their day job at fucking Taco Bell and they're an entrepreneur. And so I don't want to be offensive to anybody. That's not my intention. But I do want to break this down because it's utterly ridiculous. So let's dive into this. Let me let me tell you why three things why you may not be. And if you're not now, you never will be an entrepreneur, one. Two, that's not a bad thing in any way, shape, or form. And three, my lifestyle is not your fucking hashtag. Let's break that down. What do you think an entrepreneur is? Do you think it's someone that owns a lot of businesses or does a lot of things? Because if so, you're wrong. There are lots of people out there that own lots of businesses. There's also lots of people out there that do lots of different things and none of them are entrepreneurs. In my opinion, that word has been so bastardized to describe what people think is this slick, posh, 
wealthy lifestyle, like the entrepreneur. Oh, I've got my diamond company and I've got my gold company and I've got my stock bond company and I've got my fucking social media company and my marketing network. This is not what entrepreneurship is. Entrepreneurship is building a business with your bare hands from nothing, having an idea, having the balls to figure out a way to raise the capital by hook or by crook to open that idea to build it and nourish it and foster it with your fucking hands to work 17, 18, sometimes even 20 hours a day on next to no sleep, next to no food, no breaks, running yourself into the ground because you passionately believe in your idea and launching it. And then as soon as you get it launched, working it and working it and working it, and forcing it and willing it and commanding it to be successful. And when it shows the success that you were looking for, however you're measuring, whatever your metric is for that success, then doing it again right afterwards and following that pattern as a lifestyle, a lifestyle of hard work. There's nothing posh or sleek or elegant or wealthy about entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship should be put in perspective, it should be put next to being a janitor, a professional fucking toilet cleaner, a plumber. Like entrepreneurship should be right there because it's the same thing. When you are truly an entrepreneur, you have done all of those terrible jobs. You have cleaned a toilet. You have cleaned bathrooms and unclogged drains and stopped leaking roofs and shoveled sidewalks and made repairs and spent sleepless nights and long fucking overbearingly gruesome and cruel days working your ass off that's entrepreneurship and the glitzy part is sometimes sometimes you win and when you win the rewards can be not always can be very generous those rewards can, can be the kinds of rewards that afford you luxury cars and seven-bedroom homes, and elaborate island vacations. All of those things can be a part of entrepreneurship, but more than likely, in your case, and in most people's cases, it will not be that. Some of you will make billions. Some of you will make millions. Some of you will make hundreds of thousands. Some of you will make tens of thousands. Some of you will make nothing, and some of you will lose everything. That's entrepreneurship. If I had to break it down in percentages so you could measure it realistically, 1% of you or maybe half of 1% of you will be in the multi-millions to billions category. 92% of you will be in the tens of thousands of dollar range. And the rest of you will either lose everything or make hundreds of thousands of dollars. That that's that's about as honest as I can be about it. Half of a percent of you will make millions or billions. 92% of you will make tens of thousands and maybe the remainder of you will make will lose everything or make hundreds of thousands of dollars. Because most people who are truly entrepreneurs and have that passionate spirit and that drive 
will have some level of success because your drive will dictate that. If you were ballsy enough to get in in the first place and you truly are driven, that's why entrepreneurship can't be taught. It has to be, you just are an entrepreneur. We're going to get into that in the next part of this, but you just are. And if you're not sure if you are, then you probably aren't. And I'll explain how you'd know. I'm going to give you that. But in the meantime, if you have, if you really are an entrepreneur, if you have that entrepreneurial spirit, then chances are you'll do, you'll make something. I mean, you're going to push an idea out there. Tens of thousands of dollars is nothing. So to make 10, 20, 30, 50 grand, 100, you know, 80, 90, even 100 grand, not that big of a deal. To go above and beyond that takes an extra pedigree that not everybody has. To that point, being an entrepreneur also means that when I talked about building something with your hands and driving it forward, it also means that you will probably fail and you'll get right back up and do the same thing again. Six months, eight months, a year of your life grinding every day, working towards something that you spent all kinds of money on, went into debt for, sacrificed your health and your time and everything else in your life to build it, and then it fails and you're ready to get back on the horse and do it again. That's entrepreneurship. So if you've never done that, you're not a fucking entrepreneur. And if you've never failed and taken the beat down, you're definitely not an entrepreneur. Some fucking kid or a grown up or old person that starts a business and happens to be successful their first time out of the gate and opens two or three more, in my opinion, they don't get my respect. I'm sorry. I don't respect it. I respect the fact that you started a business. I respect as a human being, I respect you. But I don't respect you as an entrepreneur because if you haven't had your ass kicked in, you're not a fucking entrepreneur. If you haven't an ex experienced a loss as big as your win, if you haven't experienced being down, then, then you're not a fucking entrepreneur. Because your spirit, your drive, what makes you, that hasn't been tested in the fire yet. That hasn't been – everybody's an entrepreneur when it's all gravy. When you invent some fucking app that happens to be in the right place at the right time and somebody picks it up and you're 19 years old and you're a fucking multimillionaire with a successful app, the first thing you ever tried to do, you haven't been tested. Take that same kid that's now touting himself as an entrepreneur, right? Take everything away from him. Crash his app. Put a big scandal on the back end of it like, you know, he did something wrong or he stole a piece of his coding from somewhere else. He's in all kinds of trouble. His name's in the newspaper. He gets slandered as a fucking scam artist, loses all of his money, all of his investors back out. He gets sued for millions of dollars. Now he's 21, two years of shit behind him. Let's see how, how fucking amped up that kid is to get back on the horse and, and crawl back out into that world in the market and try to shop himself out there as an entrepreneur again. If he does or she does, then they have my respect. Then they've got brass balls. Then they're real. But you can't be an entrepreneur because you've had one successful business. It's not just about your wins. Entrepreneurship is a lifestyle. And that's why this entire episode is called <laughs> My Lifestyle is Not Your Fucking Hashtag. Because it's not. And you need to understand and respect the process. Let's get into whether or not you are or aren't an entrepreneur. I'll, you'll know by the end of this if you are or aren't. Are you or aren't you an entrepreneur? If you're old enough to be listening to this podcast, and I'm assuming that you're an adult, so we're going to make the assumption that you're over 18, and I'm going to make the assumption that I don't think too many young, young people follow me, so I'm going to make the assumption that you're over 21. 
if you're over 21 years old and you're not sure if you're an entrepreneur, then I'm going to tell you right out of the gate that you probably aren't. Let me give you my story very quickly. We're talking two minutes or less on how I knew I was an entrepreneur long before I even knew what that word meant and see if you can find any similarities with it. Long before I ever heard the word entrepreneur, long before anyone ever said anything like that to me, I looked at the world differently. Every single situation that I saw, I never have accepted anything I've seen at face value. I always know that there's another way. I'm like the guy that looks at the roadmap. I, I take out a roadmap and the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. And I see the straight line that the map's drawn, but then I automatically will look to see if there's any other straighter lines, shorter distances, other ways to, to go about something. I've always been that way. When it comes to any time I look at someone's situation in life, from the time I was literally a 10-year-old kid, adults would ask me for advice on things. I would have grown women and men, people in their 20s and 30s, asking me, a 10-year-old kid, for my advice. I look back on that now and I laugh because I'm like, what the fuck were they thinking, right? But I imagine that I gave out some pretty solid answers because I always had a way of looking at things alternatively and objectively. Those were always the two things with me. I was always fair and objective, but I was also would always look at things differently than other people. So I remember uh, my sister-in-law asking me, you know, I have a, I had a brother, he's, he's gone now, but uh, he got married. And I so I had a sister-in-law for a brief period of time. And she was in her mid 20s. And I was 10 years old. And she was struggling with things with my brother, and came to me and asked me my advice on their relationship and what she should do, crying on my shoulder at 10 years old. And I remember that was odd to me that adults and this was not an isolated incident. I frequently when I would be around people, adults, they would call on me for advice. Zach, what do you think? What would you do? Zach, what do you think of this? How do you think this looks? Zach, how would you set this up? What's your idea for this or that or whatever it might be? So I always had that right out of the gate. I thought differently. But when it came to money, I always thought differently. See, it started early for me at nine years old. I've talked about this in previous podcasts. At nine years old, I was selling baseball card collections in classified ads through the newspaper to make money, hundreds of dollars each time I'd sell a collection, to which I had no interest in baseball cards or sports in any way, shape, or form. I just knew that at that time they were popular and people liked them. They had value. I also knew unique alternative places to get baseball cards where most people weren't looking. See, there were some like backwoods grocery stores that carried pretty wide selections of baseball cards and since no one was going there for that they would just end up with like an overstock of them and i would buy them like at for nothing i'd buy a pack of baseball cards for 49 cents because they were leftover stock from another year or whatever and i would sell that same pack for five times that price and i would use them to complete series and so on and so forth so from nine years old i had what would have been the equivalent of an internet business at the time because there was no internet. I had a classified ads based on like, I had the analog version of a Craigslist business at nine years old. That turned into so much more for me, going and getting other kids used skateboards and bicycles that they didn't use anymore and buying them off of them for very small amounts of money. Like, what are you doing with that old skateboard? 
nothing. It's just sitting in my garage. I'll give you five bucks for it. Then turning around and selling it for 10. This was something that came to me naturally from a child. No one ever told me to do it or taught me. It just automatically was in my DNA to sell shit. I could sell anything. If it had to be sold, I could sell it. So this was a part of my DNA. So you have to ask yourself right out of the gate, are you a salesman? Because it's going to be very hard to be an entrepreneur if you're not a fucking salesperson. You have to be. You have to know how to sell because you're selling yourself. You're selling your ideas. You're selling the things you create. If you can't sell, you're fucked. So you're probably not an entrepreneur. If you don't have a history up to this point in your life of starting things and being in like a leadership role, like were you the person in your high school that started clubs or after school programs or ran for student body council or government? Were you a person that got involved in after school activities outside of school? Were you were you the natural leader of your group? Were you a person that did all the planning, planned the Friday night get togethers? Were you the person that organized trips and events for your friends? Were you the organizer, the planner, the promoter? If you weren't those things, then you're probably not an entrepreneur. Third point, are you creative? Have you ever created anything? Have you ever had a unique original idea that you've brought to fruition and turned into a physical thing, whether that might be an event or a party or a product or an app or a website. If not, you're probably not an entrepreneur. If you have a strike in each one of those categories, you're not a fucking entrepreneur there. Prove me wrong. If you think you are great, go out in the world, put your money behind it, swing at it and see what you hit. But from where I'm standing, I can promise you that I would bet 9.99 times out of 10 that I'm right and that you're not an entrepreneur. Now, here's the next part of this. Should you give a shit? No, you shouldn't because being an entrepreneur sucks. It's fucking miserable. It would be so much better to be like the vice president of a medium-sized company with a nice mid-six-figure salary, even a low six-figure salary. That would be a way better quality of life than being an entrepreneur. Being an entrepreneur is the same as being a janitor, a dishwasher, a plumber, any fucking shitty job you can think of. That's real entrepreneurship. You can't build something. You can't build a real business unless you know how to build a real business with your fucking hands. If you want to get into the restaurant business, You have to know every in and out of the restaurant business or you're going to fail, my friend. You're going to fucking fail. The amount of money you will have to spend on consultants and people like me to advise you on what to do and supervisors and managers will deplete all of your profit margin and probably put you at deficit. If you don't know yourself, your way around a commercial kitchen, your way around a bar, your way around a POS system, your way around social media and restaurant marketing, your way around a spreadsheet, Excel, PowerPoint, QuickBooks, if you don't automatically have the basics of all of those things I just mentioned, plus a good foundation in hospitality and customer service, you're fucked. How are you going to open a business that you can't run yourself? I always say that. I will never, ever open a business or get involved with a business that I'm not capable of operating by myself. Not meaning that a one-man operation, meaning that I have to know how to do every job in the business. I can go in the kitchen and cook. I can go behind the bar and make a drink. 
I can go on the floor and serve. I could greet and host. I can do the marketing and social media. I could run the restaurant programs. I can write handbooks. I can do the books, the taxes, the closeout reports, the DSRs, right? I can do all of those things. So I'm okay to own a restaurant because I know how to operate every station of a restaurant. If you don't know how to do that, you're fucked. So being an entrepreneur is being a fucking bitch for everybody. No, always being the one that has to fix everything. And when it's yours, when you own it, it's like your kid. It's like your child, your baby. You walk in and the bathroom's dirty, you're pissed off. But you're not going to wait for some other staffer to come in and clean the bathroom. You're going to clean it right then and there. You're going to get down on your hands and knees on a floor that's been pissed all over. And you're going to fucking pick up the paper towels, the toilet paper laying on the ground. You're going to get a mop and a broom. You're going to sweep up. You're going to wash the windows. You're going to do the filthy and disgusting work that has to be done to be successful. Because another part of being an entrepreneur is the drive. You are driven by this. It's part of who you are and you like doing it. When I say entrepreneurship sucks, it's always in retrospect. See, if I stopped doing projects, if I stopped the pursuit of those things, I would be miserable. I'd go off my rocker in two days. I'd have to lock me up in the ward because I'd lose fucking sanity. I have to work like that. It's, it, I'm compelled to. But I can recognize that for somebody else, or even for me, an executive position in a company with a cushy salary, weekends off, a nine-to-fiver, that's a better quality of life. Let's continue. So should you care if you're not an entrepreneur? No. Remove it from your equation. It's better if you're not. The reality is, is most of you are not going to make it. That's just the truth. It's a cold thing to say, but I'm not here to scratch asses. I'm here to give you reality. I live in this world. I am an entrepreneur. Not because I used the hashtag on Instagram. Not because somebody told me I was. Not because I self-proclaim it. Because I am. Look it up. Realize what it is, and that is me to a T. There's no other d single descriptive word that describes me better than what I do for a living. And it's not just what I do for a living. It's what I do in general. My life is my projects. My life is my work. So looking at it under those, you know, that lens, I am an entrepreneur. I live this every day, and I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you that most of you are not going to make it. This is a survival of the fittest world. Dude, I have neighbors around me all the time in my restaurants that also own restaurants. And they come to me literally sometimes. A man and his wife came to me not long ago crying, crying. They're lo After 30 years, their business is failing. They're losing their business. They, they just can't get anybody to come eat at their restaurant anymore. They, they don't understand how the times have changed. They, they never got in on social media. They're old now. They... It's the time for them to be retiring into their golden years now. And instead, they're still working, just trying to keep the doors open on this place. And it's sad in that case. They were never entrepreneurs. They were they were just single location restaurant owners that tried to raise a family. And they did pretty good. I mean, 30 years. Who could ask for more? But the reality is, is they're not going to make it. You know, I gave them some solid advice, but it's just above their pay grade at this point. Too much has changed. They don't have the ambition they used to have. They're not going to make it. And most of the people around me that I become friendly with in business, they don't make it. There's people that I did business with seven, eight years ago in, in the music industry, different places that, man, they didn't fucking make it. 
They're not still out there kicking ass. Some of them are, but most of them didn't make it. Many of them have come back now and asked if I'm hiring, if they can work for me. They, they didn't make it. Most of you are not going to make it. I don't mean like physically in your life, like you're going to die. Don't, don't freak. I mean, you're not going to make it in the pursuit of being rich or famous or any of those things. So if you can accept your reality, now's a great time to accept it. Now's a great time to say, okay, listen, maybe I'm not going to be the next Bill Gates. Maybe I'm not going to be Steve Jobs. Maybe I'm not going to be Richard Branson, but I can have a great life and I can be happy and I can do well. Those are all realistic and possible goals to achieve, but none of them have to do with entrepreneurship. So to touch on my point that I made a few minutes ago, being an entrepreneur sucks. It's a whole entire lifestyle. It's not just a job. I don't punch a clock. I don't get up at nine, you know, go to work and then get off at five. It doesn't happen for me. One thing that I'm doing now with the introduction of Instagram TV, IGTV, my first post, I'm working on it. It's almost done. I've documented one of my normal days, not an over the top, like, oh, crazy. I've documented one of my normal days from sun up until I go to bed so that the world can see a real version of entrepreneurship, not the shit that these moron kids are posting online with like stacks of hundreds and strippers around them. That's not reality. If it is, I'm in the wrong entrepreneur business then because that's not my reality. So I wanted people to get a real look at the real glamorous life of entrepreneurs, what it's really like to be an entrepreneur. The saddest part about being an entrepreneur is when you do win and you get the financial rewards, you're so busy that you very rarely have time to enjoy them. And that is why 90% of real entrepreneurs will tell you that they're not in this for the short-term gains. This is a lifestyle that's about legacy. This is about like being Henry Ford. This is about being like starting a company or a business or creating wealth that outlasts your generation, your children's generation into your grandchildren and great-grandchildren's generation. Establishing legacy is what it's all about. Most of the money that I will make in my lifetime millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars will be highly enjoyed by my children and my children's children and their children. And don't get me wrong, I will enjoy a, a whole lot of it and I'll benefit greatly from it. But a big amount of that benefit, when I'm an old ass man and I leave the planet Earth, a great amount of that benefit will be passed down to my children and their children and so on. Because that's the reality is I'm never going to take a break. I'm never going to take six months off from work to go enjoy my millions. I'm never going to take a year sabbatical to go backpack across Europe and then go fucking jump cliff diving in, in Fiji. That's, that's not how I'm put together. Being away from work is miserable for me. Anyone that's ever been on a vacation with me can tell you that I'm horrible to vacation with. First of all, I very rarely ever vacation. I take trips where I don't work as much or I sneak off to work like a like an addict and I turn my cell phone off for long periods of time during the day or at least turn the ringer off so that I can be present with the people that I care about. But I don't really take vacations. I never disconnect from my job. I never disconnect from my businesses or my pursuits, mainly not only because I can't, because I don't want to. That's misery for me. 
So I'm never going to take a break to go out and enjoy these things. So you have the opportunity to enjoy your money, enjoy your families, enjoy your friends, experiences. The world needs more people like you and less people like me. 25 real entrepreneurs can establish a global market that can build enough ideas and enough businesses to satisfy the world. 25 real ass entrepreneurs can build enough intellectual content and enough businesses and enough things to satisfy the world. That's true. We have right now in reality, we probably have 25,000 real ass entrepreneurs in the world. Maybe more, maybe I'm being like really fucking, you know, conservative with that number, but I would say 25,000 real ass entrepreneurs. And then like 4 million wannabe entrepreneurs. We don't need any more wannabe entrepreneurs. You're not helping anything. You're actually hurting everyone on both sides of the equation. Because every time you try to open something or try to create something and you fuck up and fail, you inevitably hurt everybody else that's trying to do it for real. You end up hurting the market, more things going out of business, people that quit other jobs to come work for you are now out of work. Like, Look, there's a whole cascading domino effect that happens when someone fucks up in business. And I'm not going to get into all that. But the point I'm making is, one, if you had a lot in common with all the things that I talked about, like that make up an entrepreneur, then you may very well have that spirit and be cut out for entrepreneurship. But it's not something you just, it's in you. It's part, it's, not, it's like some people can just sing or dance or this is something I could just do. It was birth given to me. I always had the ability to think differently and make something out of nothing in all regards. In any situation, I can make something out of nothing. I can do better you know, than, uh, than what was handed to me. If you didn't line up with most of those things that I said, you're probably not an entrepreneur and you shouldn't give a shit because that's actually a great thing. So you can get on with your life. Stop trying to think about the next app you're going to develop or whatever bullshit has been going through your head that you feel pressured because of this, because of society and what other idiots are doing on social media that makes you feel like the respect is in entrepreneurship and being like a fucking app developer. Like forget all that. And get on with like, go be the best electrician or plumber or carpenter or service worker, like bartender, whatever. Go be the best at that thing because the world needs a whole lot more of that. When I said the world doesn't need any more wannabe entrepreneurs or even entrepreneurs, I was being serious. We don't need more of me. My market is flooded. Every day I'm weeding through the real ass motherfuckers who are actually doing shit and the mass majority of fake ass motherfuckers that are getting in my way as I'm trying to do shit because they're flooding out my market. Like everybody's trying to go raise capital for some fucking tech idea. And it's like, dude, let's be honest. F fucking Alexa and Siri, like Amazon and Google and Apple are already like five years jumpstarted on voice. You're never going to develop anything that's going to compete with those companies. Your best thing to do would be get, make something adaptive that could be a part of their platform, but there's already 500 other people out there doing that. You're not going to be first on AR or VR or any of this shit. Like it's the next technology. And I'm not trying to discourage you. If you think you have something, pursue your, you know me, I'm hundred percent positivity all the time, but I'm also hundred percent reality. If you've got something and you've got fire, 
then nothing I say is going to discourage you at all because you know who and what you are. Like anybody could come to me right now and say any number of negative shit to me. Zach, you're not going to make it. You're wasting your time. You've already like, there's nothing that anyone could ever say to me to change who and what I am. Like I know who I am and I know what I am. So if you have that, then nothing I say is going to sway you anyway. So go push it and do that shit. But if not, then just take that out of your vocabulary. You're not an entrepreneur and that's a good thing. Now you can go have a great life and you can be mad. Don't get me wrong. You can also be massively successful. There's also this mis like misconception that only entrepreneurs are like millionaires and billionaires. There's like a shit ton of millionaires and billionaires that are not entrepreneurs. Like, Start a fucking business. It has nothing to do with being an entrepreneur. Like, go start something and do that one thing. Do it well. Open a fucking farm stand. Open a grow, you know, a mini mart. Open a fucking gas station, a, a restaurant, whatever it is. Go do your one thing and be really good at it. Invent a fucking piece of software or a me piece of medical equipment that changes the scope of the world. You go be a billionaire by doing one thing and doing it right. You know, the difference is like, if you were an entrepreneur, you'd invent the medical device, you'd get paid $10 million for the patent or whatever, then you would go out and spend $9 million of that and reinvest it in like 15 other things like real estate and VR tech and all these other things. And you'd grow that into 15 other companies. And then from the profits from those 15 companies, you take your profits and invest them into 15 other things. And you look at now you have the 30 businesses and you look at the ones that were doing really good and you double down on those platforms and make them, you know, that's entrepreneurship. That's it. Otherwise, you could just be the dude that invented like the new fucking nozzle for the oxygen mask for hospitals that's more comfortable or whatever and make a billion dollars with that and be happy and retire and fucking have a house in the Hamptons and one in the Bahamas and like call it a day. You see what I'm saying? It's not about quality of life. It's about this is my lifestyle. I take offense when I see people using that hashtag entrepreneur, entrepreneur life. And I know for a fact that they're not, they're not that it's like, would you go around and start calling yourself a doctor? If you hadn't attended medical school, like until you've built businesses, businesses, plural, lots of them, five or more. And you've had at least two of them fail, right? Unless you're like Mr. Fucking Wizard and you're like the best ever and you got five for five winners, but unless you've had some failure and you've built multiple businesses by yourself with your team, then you're not a fucking entrepreneur. Hands down, done and over with. So check out my Instagram at the real Zach Neal. I'm gonna be posting a real look at a real day in the life of an entrepreneur very soon. And I, I hope that you enjoy. I hope that this was not too annoying to you. I hope you didn't feel like you were getting beat up or put down because it's not like if you're not an entrepreneur, congratulations. I bet you're going to have a really successful life and get that out of your vocabulary and stop dreaming about being the next, you know, person under 30 to hit Forbes with a new app. Go build something or go be great at your job. Go be the best fucking nurse. Go be the best fucking whatever you are. Go be the best paralegal or the best fucking parking attendant. Whatever you're doing, be the best at it. Work your way up the ladder. Do it the old-fashioned way. Climb the fucking ladder. Take the promotions. Build yourself up and work for a great company and have a great life. Follow me on all social media at the real Zach Neal. That's it for today. My lifestyle is not your fucking hashtag. See ya.